Celebrating our connection with our pets. From all across the globe, this is Animal Radio. And here are your hosts, Hal Abrams and Judy Francis. Okay, good boy. Yes, you're going to be good now? Okay. Is it 112 up there yet? We can handle it, though. We're tough. Speak for yourself. If I didn't have air conditioning, I'd be a puddle. <laughs> I'm still enamored by it as, as an invention. What, air conditioning? It's the greatest... Yeah. yeah. Well, central, you know, real air conditioning, not the kind I used to have, which was the like an you ice know, the cube. one in the in the window that you could keep one room cool while the rest of the house was 112. Uh-huh. I actually stuck a crowbar in my wallet and got central air for, you know, the house and it's oh, the best. Did you say ever stuck a crowbar in your wallet? Stuck a crowbar in my wallet cuz I'm cheap. I would- now, is that why you asked that your booth is kept at such a low temperature and that you have a booth? I noticed. You can hang meat in here. Yes, you can. As we age, we like it to be cooler. Ah. <laughs> Can't handle the heat. Well, then why does everybody go to Florida? Me no go to Florida. Why? Ask me why. Why wouldn't you go to Florida, Bobby? Big, huge flying cockroaches. Ew. Plus, there's gum on the sidewalks. Yeah. <laughs> hey, we're talking about that when we have the big gum alley up here in San Luis Obispo. It's an alley full of gum that people have stuck on the walls, and they make different art with it. And it's it's pretty pretty famous. Hey, we got Ew. email. We got email. Ew. <laughs> so if you're ever up there and you need a piece of gum, you know where to go. Don't lean on the wall. You know what's funny? Before the air, what? the mics go on, the on-air lights go on. Judy is like cracking the whip. She's saying, okay, you got to do this. You got to do this. You got to stick to the schedule and everything. And she's yapping about gum in the alleys. Okay, let's focus. Let's get back to the show. Hey, that's an important point. Okay. This is an email that you just handed me just a couple of minutes ago. My little hands at your voice at Animal Radio. I notice you never give me the email where they say, boy, that's a really witty, funny host you have on Animal Radio. You always give me this kind of email. Probably because I don't receive those, Hal. This came in. Hell, seriously, what color is the sky in your world? It says, I heard a commenter, and that would be me, on your show say that Vic had paid his time and to leave him alone. He's paid no time for animal cruelty. His jail time was for racketeering. When he pays time for animal cruelty and abuse, then he can be forgiven. That's Nita Ganadra, Ganadra oh, of Arizona writes this. Point of view, yes. Nita, point well taken. Yes. Yeah, I'm waiting for the whole Vic thing to go away. Actually, this is, uh, it seems like it's been in the news for a while. Are there any news stories today with Vic in it? We are in a Vic-free zone oh, I love it. for the news today. Okay, let's just, uh, with this email here, and we thank you for your email. We And, of course, we read it all. Let's just go ahead and file that away and end this Vic talk on Animal Radio. <laughs> Feigning old-timers disease, are we, Hal? Yes. Yeah, Judy, thank you for your concise and informative emails that tell me each and every week who we will be talking to. You're welcome. And I put them up on the board for Hal, but yeah, she she's right over there, but she, like she can't even see the see board him. from that <laughs> angle. It's on a big chalkboard in front of him. It's a, according to the big chalkboard over here, it's a big show today. It's a really big show. It's a really big show. Booked a big, big show, and what a wonderful job. I know, it's a big day, I tell you. Dr. James Capers will be blessing the animals, of course, this time of the year. 
we like to bless our animals. It's a little spiritual thing that we do here at Animal Radio. Yeah, and, and that is one of my favorite stories to jump in there on you, Hal, yes. that I used to cover when, when I was working in TV mm-hmm. up at Mission San Luis Rey in yeah. San Diego County. Mm-hmm. And it is just a beautiful ceremony. Mm-hmm. Well, we're going to be doing that on the radio today. So gather your animals around, and Dr. Capers will be uh, blessing them coming up in just a few minutes here. Also... Oh, really? Today? Oh, John Grogan is going to be joining us. The Marley guy. Marley and Me, best-selling book, best-selling movie. It's a great movie. John Grogan is behind all of that, and he has a new book out, and he'll be joining us. We'll have giveaways on that book, too. Is it a doggy snuff book like the other one? No, this is is actually very poignant because it's a Marley Goes to School book, and a lot of kids are going to school Hal, I'll give you 50 bucks if you can spell the word poignant. And who else? Who else is on the show? This guy, I'm waiting for him. <laughs> Look at Judy moving yes. along the agenda here. Uh, Zach George. Yes, I'm waiting for that interview. From Animal Planet and his brand new show called Super Fetch. He says he can teach anyone, any pit, any trick, anywhere. Wow. Duh, why it's called he, Super Fetch. Jeez, you guys. Just in time for the debut at Petco's talent show. For yeah, it's very exciting. That's coming you know up who. at the end of October. For Yeah, yeah thanks for not mentioning I didn't mention her, her name. Appreciate that. You're welcome. I didn't say anything either. Oh, what did he say? He said, we're all across the USA, the most listened to pet show today. Animal Radio, we're everywhere you go. Animal Radio. Oh, I... Animal Radio. <laughs> Wish you could be in the studio to see Judy dance to this. The whole dream team is here to answer your questions, Dr. Debbie, your vet medical questions, Vladdy the world-famous Russian dog wizard, Vinny Penn, animal communicator Joy Turner, Susan Sims with Fido-Friendly Travel Talk, Bobby working on news, our guest today, John Grogan of Marley and Me fame, has another book. He's going to be joining us in a few minutes. Also, our annual blessing of the animals. Bring your animals over to the radio. We're going to bless them. Well, I won't. Dr. Jim Capers will be blessing them. He does that every year for us. Also, I understand we have giveaways galore if you're in the Chicago area or want to be in the Chicago area. I understand Susan Sims with Fido Friendly Travel Talk. She'll be giving away a night at a five-star pet resort hotel in Chicago. Which, which hotel is that, Susan? This is my favorite hotel in all the world. It's the Amalfi. Ooh, and you, you actually spent a little time there, so you can say it's top-notch. It is five paw. It is it is definitely not to be missed, and you can just take a walk down the Miracle Mile, go over and see Oprah. Can you bring the dog to the Oprah set? I don't know. I, I she wasn't there. She was on a hiatus when we were there. So, uh, but I stood out there to get my picture taken, just in case. You know, I worship at the altar of Oprah, so I was hoping that she'd show up, but didn't see her. <laughs> Very good. Well, you're going to give away a one night stay at the hotel coming up in just a few minutes with Fido friendly travel talk. What do you got coming up in the news? Actually, we have good news for dogs and cats living in the Golden State. Before the state legislative session closed, they passed a couple of good laws that will help animals. They're headed to the governor's desk. We'll let you know what they are. Coming up in the news. Animal Radio, one 405 8405 to talk to any one of the Dream Team. Uh, we, of course, have Vladi, the world-famous Russian dog wizard, with his top pick for the week. And I want to remind you, if you want to see Vladi's top pick online, even order it, head on over to AnimalRadio.com. At the very bottom of the front page, you'll see a link that says Vladi's top picks. It's that simple. Wow. How you doing, Vladi? Great, thank you, thank you so much. 
What's going on in the news and the animal radio? I'm hearing so many exciting things is happening. John Grogan on the way from Marley and Me fame. Also, Zach, Zach George is his name. Two first names. Got to be careful about that. He has a brand new show on Animal Planet called uh, Superfetch. Superfetch. Really, you got to watch out. Anybody with two first names. Of course, Dr. Debbie. You just call her Dr. Debbie. She has a last name, but I think she'd prefer just Dr. Debbie. Sometimes you call me DD too. <laughs> there's a lot of and there's a lot of things people call me, and I can't tell can't you those say things it on, the air, yeah. on the air. No, we better not. Hi, Cynthia. How are you doing? I'm doing fine. Where are you today? I am in Florida, Winter Haven, Florida. Oh, sounds beautiful. Yeah, it's pretty nice here today. Mm. I'm a little very good. What do you got going on today with your pets? I adopted a mixed breed from the animal shelter here, the county animal shelter. Mm. She is part Schnauzer, part Fox Terrier. She's seven months old now and weighs approximately 11 pounds. When I got her, she had worms, terrible worms, hookworms and tapeworms. And it took us over two months (laughs) to get rid of them. Now... Within the last couple of months, she has become incontinent. Oh, no, no, it's not every day. Okay. With her urine or with her poop? Her urine. She'll go for weeks, I mean for days, and be fine. And then you'll be, she'll be sitting on you, uh, you know, sleeping at night or laying up in your lap or something. And all of a sudden you feel wet. Mm, okay. And um, a couple of days ago, it was all day long. I actually put a baby diaper on her. But okay, then so she was leaking go, urine. She's leaking when she's awake and when she's asleep? Yes. Okay. It just seems to be worse when she's asleep. But And she doesn't know she's doing it. I mean, she just lays, she, she'll be laying there with you awake and wetting on you, and it's like she has no clue she's doing this. Mm-hmm. Oh, goodness. Yeah, and you know what? The As far as I don't know that I can make a case of anything with the worms being related to this, but when we do see puppies that have this kind of problem, the first thing I always want to do is check a urine sample and make sure we don't have any kind of infection present. Yes, um, I, are- I did take in a urine sample, and they tested it for diabetes, and infection, and they both came back okay. Came back good, okay. Now, because that moves us to some other concerns that can be a little bit trickier to deal with. And there are some types of congenital problems that we can see that cause a dog to be incontinent and dribbling. Um, And if she's doing this pretty much day and night, then I would definitely talk to your veterinarian about, you know, checking for something called an ectopic ureter. Um, There can be a lot of things that cause dogs to dribble urine. um, But puppies, especially if we pick this up in a young dog, it can be sometimes a sign that they have this type of problem. And it's basically where their plumbing isn't um, draining to the bladder in the right way um, so that they can actually have a constant flow of urine down to their lower area of their urinary tract. So, um, And if that's present, um, it's something that can be really tricky to deal with, but um, diagnosing it is really the first step. And we'll, often you have to use special dyes um, and take x-rays with these special dyes to really pick it up. So um, I hope that's not what she has, um, but it would be something that comes to my mind first and foremost 
if we're not talking about um, a problem with her having some kind of um, infection um, or some other type of um, anatomical problem. And, uh, you know, little little dogs can have problems in their vaginal areas. Um, there's all sorts of different things. So I would really say that that would warrant me to look at things a little bit more closely and um, especially if that's in such a young baby. I, I'd be looking for that. Also, she was spayed before she was three months old. Oh, and okay. I just so, wonder. <laughs> yeah, and you know, that's... went a, on there. <laughs> yeah, and you know, female dogs can have some continence issues related to being spayed. Um, it's not terribly common, but, you know, we can see that. So, you know, that might even be something that if she was already, and that surgery is already behind her, that, you know, we can even investigate that possibility. And, and that would be something, not that I want to say it's good, but I would much rather her have some kind of hormone incontinence than to have this other condition that I'm talking about, because a hormone incontinence, we can, we can definitely help that with medicine. And there's a couple different varieties out there if that were the case for her. So, um, yeah, I, I would make sure that, you know, if that urine test came up negative, I'd say, hey, hey, doc, we gotta, we got to go further here. Let's, let's take this next step. I don't want her dribbling, and I don't want her living like this. So, um, you know, I, I would definitely pick up that phone and say we need to do something, and, and let's see if we need to get her on a medicine or, or look into this further. Okay. Thank you, Cynthia, for your call today. We wish you all our love and luck. Thank you. Can you wish someone love? I think she knows. She knows what I mean, right? You know what I yeah. mean. Well, <laughs> please go give all of your animals a cuddle today. We'll be blessing them before the end of the show. Dr. Reverend James Capers. How does that work? Do we decide? To, can you say Dr. Reverend? Let's uh, say they that. Work we together? can say whatever we want. Is a reverend Dr. actually reverend? might be a doctorate. So it might be just doctor alone. Dr. Reverend Capers is back with us to bless the animals in just a few minutes. If you want to talk to Dr. Debbie right now or Vladi or Vinny or Joy, we're all here for you. You're listening to Animal Radio. You can learn more about today's guest at AnimalRadio.com. Log on. Learn more. Animal Radio is brought to you by... One Shot Plus Multipurpose Cleaner attacks everyday stains. Pet stains, crayon marks, mildew, One Shot, and it's gone. Call 1-800-874-7070 or go to OneShotPlus.com to get yours now. Let's face it, life happens from spills to pet stains. One Shot Plus Multipurpose Cleaner attacks everyday stains, eliminating the need for other cleaning products. Pet stains, crayon marks, mildew, one shot, and it's gone. Safe for the environment, your pets, and your family. Call 1-800-874-7070 and mention Animal Radio. That's 1-800-874-7070 or go to OneShotPlus.com to get yours now. Hi, this is Bill Maher. Every year, millions of animals wander away from home, and tragically, most are never reunited with their family. Now there's a way to help a stray animal find its way home. It's called Pets 911. Simply call 1-888-PETS-911 and do your part to help ensure a better future for our animal friends. For more information, go to Pets911.com. Proud to be a partner of Animal Radio. Is your dog a lucky dog? My dog is. She eats lucky dog cuisine. Home-cooked meals that come straight to my door. Give your dog the same natural ingredients you would if you had the time to cook for them every day. Feed your dog what Animal Radio feeds their lucky dog. Lucky dog cuisine. Great ingredients, no preservatives, straight from lucky dog's kitchen to your freezer. Visit luckydogcuisine.com for tail-wagging home-cooked meals made with love. Luckydogcuisine.com. That's luckydogcuisine.com. 
Does your pet become anxious when you leave the house? Do certain sounds like thunder or sirens cause your pet to feel uneasy? If your pet barks excessively or is an out-of-control chewer, you'll find the solution in Classic Cuts by Music My Pet. The principal performer for Disney's Baby Einstein has created Classic Cuts with special sounds to help calm, soothe, and relax your pet. A calm pet is a happy pet. To order your Classic Cuts, visit www.musicmypet.com or call 1-877-PET-CALM. Hi, this is Anne-Marie Lucas from Animal Precinct and the ASPCA. And when I'm not out busting bad guys for abusing animals, I am home listening to Animal Radio. Still to come on Animal Radio, John Brogan of Marley and Me fame. A brand new book. Kids going back to school. Could be tough for them. Could be tough for the dogs, too. Yeah. This is a brand new book that will help the kids adapt to that first day of school. Do you remember your first day of school there, Judy? You know, vaguely, I really don't. Do you remember yours? Oh, yeah. I peed all over. How about you, Doc? (laughs) You know, I don't remember a whole lot. I have pictures, though, and I just look so terrified. (laughs) John Grogan, our hero, has made it easier with a brand new book. We'll be giving giveaways. Also, from Animal Planet's brand new show starts tonight, I guess, called Super Fetch. I haven't seen the trailer on this yet. Have you? No. No, I haven't. But I've actually gone onto the website and I've watched videos of him doing some training. So oh. I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, you could learn some things for the big uh, Petco talent contest that you're doing here. Yes, um, uh, I'm going to try to pick up some hints and tips to help me and the stunt dog. Thank you for not mentioning her I name. I didn't mention her name. <laughs> Zach George is the trainer we're talking about from this Animal Planet program called Super Fetch. He'll be joining us in just a few minutes. Uh, Bobby working on news. I'd ask her what she. No, she's twittering. <laughs> know what she's twittering we got uh well he's he's kind of a he's been here before dr james caper he's been on several times blesses the animals every year at this time of the year he's a rev yeah we're happy to have him back if you want to bless your animals get them around the radio we'll do it before the end of the show let's hit the phones for dr debbie right now we have cindy hi cindy how are you i'm doing well how are you doing good how can we help you today well i've got a question about my little chihuahua um all right she has been having problems. She's about four years old, and she has been having problems for about the last three years or so with her ears getting inflamed and irritated. And uh, first time it happened, happened, I took her to the vet, and she uh, we got drops, and we did the drops, and she got better. And then I took her to the vet again, and he said, here, do you still have the drops? I said, no, I threw them away after she got better. And he said, no, you need to keep doing the drops. So we did the drops. And she chews on her feet. Mm-hmm. And so the last time I talked to him, he said, well, have her take half a Benadryl, a children's Benadryl a day, and see if that helps. But my question is, I have heard all of these ads for Dynavite, mm-hmm. and it talked about some of the symptoms that my dog's having with the itching, the ears, and the, the feet and everything. And I was wondering, Dr. Debbie, what you think about the Dynavite. Okay. Well, you know, I guess the, the first thing that I'm going to kind of back up to is when we hear about a pet that's chewing their feet, licking their feet, uh, scratching, having frequent ear infections, to me, really jumps out that we really need to talk about potential allergies um, and secondary problems with that. Um, so there's definitely some steps that we can do along that avenue. Now, products such as Dynavite, um, they have some pretty big claims. And, um, you know, there are some definite new 
nutritional problems with the skin that we can see a benefit with supplements. There's zinc responsive uh, dermatitis. There's problems when pets have dry skin and they can benefit from the fatty acids. So I don't think for, you know, for some things it's a bad idea. But, you know, I'd say if your pet is having, displaying those signs, I'd really say let's let's back up and I'd, I'd want to look at what we can do. Um, if Benadryl doesn't do the trick and doesn't make her comfortable, then we might need to take it a step up. And um, I always like to go to the, the, address the concept of food allergies because that's a real common problem in dogs. And it's something that we can try. And uh, with the right direction, we can get your, your pet on a diet that might help with some of these symptoms. Um, right. A lot of pets have both things. They have seasonal allergies. They have food allergies. They can have bacterial infections, yeast infections. So they all kind of come together. So something as simple as a supplement isn't going to help all of those things. So I'd really want to make sure we're focusing on what we need to do for your baby. And, and part of that is to kind of look at the skin, get some samples. And, um, you know, especially if we've been battling these ears, um, ears are skin. So um, right. whether your vet de- deals with it or you see a dermatologist, there's a lot more that we can do to kind of delve into this problem and try some other therapies. I mean, you didn't mention beyond, um, you know, the ear medicine. Has there been anything other than the Benadryl that you've tried? No. No, no. I did. She She's very, very thin. And the doctor made a comment at her last well checkup that she was very, very thin. And I said, that's true. I said, but is she too thin? And he said, no, but I was kind of concerned about it because the way he made over it so much. So I tried her on some wet food thinking, you know, maybe this would be good for her, try something different. And it did not do well with her gastrointestinal system at all. Okay. And we had a mess for uh, 24 hours. Oh, yikes, yeah, yeah. Sometimes when you switch that diet like that, yeah, you'll get the after effects. (laughs) So, well, I just wanted, I was going to just supplement occasionally with the wet food, but it just didn't go over. Yeah. But uh, But you think maybe I should try some different food? Yeah, and I'd say especially if she does tend to have a sensitive tummy, then we want to kind of go cautiously here. So I'm not just saying go to the pet store, pick out a brand, and try it and see. Work with your veterinarian on this because they can help advise you on things that might be wise to try. There's different ways when we're talking about a food allergy in dogs where we can go to uh, what we call a uh, limited ingredient diet, things like you used to be... uh, uh, Lamb and rice used to be a great limited uh, ingredient diet. So commonplace now, and dogs get allergies to it. So it's just natural. It happens with time. So we might try something different like fish and potato or venison and potato. Um, So that's one way we can go. Another way might be to try um, some of the veterinary-grade prescription foods, um, which are for pets with food allergies. And and you'll have to see what your vet carries and what they recommend. But there's a couple good ones out there. And, um, you know, going slow when we try a transition is always a so we don't get that tummy upset and pay afterwards. Um, But but that might be something to commit to for a month or two and see how her skin responds and see, um, you know, if those signs improve. And and I think that would be a great thing for you to try, Cindy. So I'd encourage you. Good luck, Cindy. Thank you very much. I sure appreciate it. Bye. Thanks for your call. 1-866-405-8405 to ask Dr. Debbie any kind of medical questions. Lottie covering the behavioral side of things. Animal communicator Joy Turner, she's up in a few minutes if you want to talk with her. Let's get you in queue right now. Hey, it's Vinny Penn coming at you again with another thrilling installment of The Party Animal. 
on Animal Radio. There's uh, something I've been noticing at my house for the last two years and the last two summer into the falls in a row that I find bizarre. I can't even believe it's taken me this long to put it out there on the Animal Radio airwaves. When I when I sit out by my pool on the weekends or even during the day, and I'm not exaggerating in the slightest when I say this, there is a squirrel that I like to call clockwork squirrel. Not like a clockwork orange in that, uh, you know, he he's murdering anybody. But at the same time every day, you could, you could set your clock by this squirrel. At 105 every day, he comes from one side of the yard on the fence, all the way down the fence, jumps from one fence to the other fence, and comes all the way around the other Same time every day. Two summers in a row. My sister was just over. uh, This happened. I heard her on the phone saying to someone on her cell phone out in my backyard, ah, it's it's just a couple of minutes of one right now. I'm going to lay out in the sun for a couple of minutes more, and then I'll be by. And I said to her, Laura, watch this. In about five minutes, watch your class. At about 1.05, this squirrel is going to. She thought I had, like, trained it or that. There was some huge rude, you know, I don't know what she could have. She's like, how did you know that? How could you know that this squirrel was going to come around? Same time every day, 105, two summers in a row, this squirrel comes down one side of the fence, hops to the other fence and goes, yeah, I say he's visiting a lady friend. I say he's got his nuts in mind. Yeah, and he's he's visiting a lady friend. No one else seems to have a, a reasoning as well. Are they that patterned a creature? Uh, is he working? I mean, did Disney have it right? Are these animals doing a little bit of work, punching a clock, whistling while they work? And, and I don't know what it is, but I can set my clock by the clockwork squirrel. I should actually tail him one time and take a look and see. As a matter of fact, one time I did look to see and he just disappeared off into the other yard. There's got to be a possum he's got something going on with. I think he's got a little something happening with a possum. And if I look around, I bet you there's a squirsum somewhere. Half squirrel, half possum. Celebrating our connection with our pets from all across the globe. This is Animal Radio. Hi, everybody. This is Susan Sims for Fido Friendly Travel Talk on Animal Radio, where we talk about the travel and lifestyle for you and your furry best friend. If you are heading to the East Coast, there is a fabulous Fido-friendly hotel in Chicago. And here to tell us all about the Amalfi is Jose Angulo. Hi, Jose. Welcome to the show. Thank you for having me, Susan. Oh, it's my pleasure. Tell everyone who hasn't been fortunate enough to visit the Amalfi. It's such a great destination for those of us traveling with their pets. So tell everybody about that. Yeah, the Amalfi is a luxury boutique hotel located in the uh, River North District. Uh, Great location to the Magnificent Mile, Millennium Park, uh, great restaurants and nightlife. And we also showcase one of our uh, Pamper Your Pooch packages, uh, which includes uh, a plush toy, a treat, uh, a ball, luxurious doggy bowl, uh, and bed, uh, and a pet lover's guide to the city. Uh, of course, with our Fido-Friendly magazine as well. That's neat. I know it, it's a walking city. I mean, you you have to get out there and just uh, window shop and, and do anything that, that you would like to do. But if you're going to do something that's not going to include Fido, does the Amalfi actually uh, offer pet sitting? Uh, we actually do. 
and we also uh, have dog walkers. Wow, that and so that you just arrange that with the concierge. And if you even need massages, private massages for your or dog, we uh, partner up with a few pet spas as well. Oh wow, that's always a dilemma for me because I don't ta- I don't have massages myself that often, so it's kind of like hmm, me or Fido. I think it's going to be Fido. <laughs> if someone were to call up and um, be interested in the Pamper Your Pooch package, what type of cost are we looking at? It ranges from 159 to about 309 and for a limited time through the end of the year, um, if you go onto our website and uh, type, you enter FIDO into the promo field, you'll get an additional 10% off. This is so exciting. I'm, I want a drum roll. <laughs> I understand. You're giving away a night's lodging for one of our callers? Correct, and it actually includes the Pamper Your Pooch package as well. Oh, my gosh. This is so great. So... If you're heading to the East Coast or you weren't planning, but you think this sounds like a great thing to do, be one of the first callers to win an overnight stay with your dog, which includes the Pamper Your Pooch package. The number to call is one 866 405-8405. Once again, that number is 1-866-405-8405. Thanks, Jose, for taking the time to talk with me today. My pleasure. Thank you. Oh, listen, everybody, get online. Go to AmalfiHotelChicago.com. Check this out. This is really a fabulous, fabulous hotel. We're going to take a quick break. And when we come back, we will have one more giveaway. Sit and stay. We'll be right back with more Animal Radio. This is an Animal Radio News Update. I'm Bobby Hill for Animal Radio. Good news for cats and dogs living in the Golden State. Last month, as California's legislative session closed, two animal rights bills passed and are on their way to the governor's desk. First is the Responsible Breeder Act of 2009, which limits the number of animals a breeder can use. That's in the state of California. The second bill passed substantially increases the punishment for watching dog fighting in the Golden State. According to the L.A. Times, the new law makes the penalty for spectators caught attending those fights one year in jail and a $5,000 fine. That's five times harsher than the current law. You know, I want to hear what listeners think of that at one 405 Should spectators of dog fighting be a, an accomplice? Hmm. Should well, they be they're fine? the ones that are paying yeah, to see the dogs they're fight. They're keeping it going. Let us know. I'm sorry to I bump in say, there. that's an accessory. Okay. Heading back out to the animal news. Local animal shelters are overcrowded throughout the country, and the economic downturn is affecting the number of adoptable animals that end up euthanized. A group of private volunteer pilots are trying to give animals a better chance at adoption by airlifting them to other shelters. Pilots and Paws was started in February of 2008 in Knoxville, Tennessee, by a pilot named John Werenberg. The volunteer pilots who donate their planes, their fuel, and their time have transported snakes, lizards, a chicken, and at least one pot-bellied pig. They often take the adoptable critters to higher median income communities to increase their chances of getting new homes. You can find out more about the group at pilotsinpaws.org. And Sarah the Cheetah has broken a land speed record for mammals last month. The eight-year-old big cat from the Cincinnati Zoo sprinted 100 meters that's 300 feet here in the U.S., in 6.13 seconds, on a course certified by the Road Running Technical Council of the USA Track and Field. Cincinnati Inquirer said that Sarah broke the previous record of 6.19 seconds. 
held by a male cheetah in South Africa. I'm Bobby Hill for Animal Radio. Get more breaking animal news at AnimalRadio.com. That's one fast kitty. This has been an Animal Radio News Update. It's so easy to get into debt, and it can be so hard to get yourself out. I'm Ted Brower, founder of Debt Settlement USA. Today, many people find that they have credit card balances that are out of control. And when they realize they're in serious debt, they don't know what to do. If this sounds like you, talk to us before your situation gets worse. If you have over $12,000 in credit card bills, call Debt Settlement USA for a free consultation. We have a proven program that can cut the amount you owe and get you out of debt faster than you think. Every day we help people with too much credit card debt. Find out what we can do for you. Call Debt Settlement USA for a free consultation. Your call is confidential and there's no obligation. Call Debt Settlement USA at 1-888-551-7788. If you're having trouble with credit card debt, call right now. Call 1-888-551-7788. That's 888-551-7788. This is Animal Radio, baby. set the scene it's uh it's very cold in here bobby has insisted that we keep the temperature even outside her booth at a frosty 65 degrees here at animal radio all of the animals are in the studio because we're going to be blessing our animals before the end of the show today the annual animal radio blessing of the animals which is a little different than the standard traditional blessing of the animals because dr reverend james capers is going to be doing it. He's a fun guy. Fun he guy does it right. I've known him for 25 years now. Wow. 25 years. I've hardly known anyone for 25 years. Uh, parents, Gesundheit, go ahead, let it out. Thank you. <laughs> they do claim you after 25 years, right? <laughs> they yeah. still do. They still <laughs> they do. They have hey, to. Dr. Debbie, a few minutes ago, we took the, uh, the weekly Dynavite call. And we do get those once a week. <laughs> That's how we can tell the new listeners from the old listeners, is the Dynavite call. And... You know, it reminds me, it harkens back to oh, the 1940s. It was the 40s, 30s, maybe even the 20s, maybe even the 1800s. When aspirin was the cure-all, this great mm-hmm. new medicine called aspirin, it will cure the headaches, it will cure the hang- it will do everything. And it's sort of like that. It reminds me of that in that they claim that it will do pretty much anything. Anything and, and everything. And, and the most and, important thing is you want to get to the bottom of what it's all about, not cover it up anyway, right? Things happen for a reason, and if they were that easy to fix, boy, you know, professionals wouldn't have jobs because it would be just too simple. Dynavite may work for some situations, but it's not necessarily a cure-all, and you should consult your vet about what supplements, what your animal really needs for their health. Yes, Absolutely. one 405 to talk to Dr. Debbie or Vlade, uh, any one of the Dream Team right now. I believe we have Roger on the phone. Hey, Roger. Hi, good. How are you today? Good. How are you doing? Pretty good. Trying to get home. Where's home? Say, uh, in Grand Island, Nebraska. Nebraska. Okay. How can we help you today? Um, I called a couple of weeks ago and told you about my four-legged uh, four, uh, heroes. Well, one of my heroes... 
as a as a problem. Actually, both of them do, but uh, the one I want to address right now is a cat. Um, well, we have our computer in the living room, and we have our office chair there. And the old one, he just shredded it from his claws, you know, digging in. And oh, yeah. uh, we bought a new chair, and we're trying to keep him away from it. I even gave him the old chair and put it in a room where he sleeps all the time. And that doesn't even do any good. He still likes that new chair. Oh, oh yeah. It's something we could do different. Well, you gave him a brand new chair. That's He's thanking you. <laughs> <laughs> and, and that's not unusual. Is I've had that happen before where people will, you know, get a whole new couch, they put a new one in there, and the kitty does the same behavior because it's still the same uh, place, it's the same behavior, so nothing in his world has changed. So the challenge is to try to train the kitty to not use the chair as the preferred spot. So um, this is where, um, have you ever used a scratching post for him? Uh, I have put other things up there for him to scratch on. He still likes the chair. Yeah. Preference there. Well, there's some things we can do. And the tough thing with cats on scratching on things, we can't always do a negative deterrent. Um, they, we don't want to yell at them. We don't want them to see us reprimand them because then they've associated that with us and they're not associating it with the behavior. So um, we really focus on pro- uh, positive reinforcement and then just blocking the area and cutting off access. So as positive reinforcement, that's where we get the alternate site. We get a uh, scratching post or a kitty condo. We feed the kitty there. We throw treats. We throw catnip there. We make that a very good spot. And if you have to, you put it next to that chair or you put it somewhere where he can still see it in the environment that he wants to scratch. Because scratching is a marking behavior. It's a way that kitties in a social environment spread their scent and basically say, all is good. This is my house. They don't realize they're being destructive in the world. So we want to give him that outlet. We want to train him to that positively, make it a good thing. And then at the same time, then we can try some tips to try to keep him away from that office chair that you don't want him to use. And everybody has their different preferences. Um, I've had some clients that have great success with the double-sided tape. Um, sticky paws, which is a particular type of that, you put on the area, and it just kind of feels uncomfortable for the kitty. Doesn't really hurt them, um, but that can be very useful. Um, as far as you can always cover the chair with something so it feels different to the touch, because cats love the feel when they're scratching, and that's really what attracts them to that area. So if you cover the chair, at least the part he can access with uh, aluminum foil or even just a plastic wrap, it's going to feel different to him, and he, he may not have that same draw to want to scratch on that and uh, you can use like the spray bottle method uh, I have some clients that swear that's the best thing but you just the cat cannot see you direct the spray bottle or the squirt bottle at the kitty or you know the game is off and, and now that they're just afraid of you and they think you're going to chase them yeah. so th- okay. those are some good things and so you can look into some other what kind of spray would you get oh just what a little water mister um, oh, really? A water mister, or you can get a squirt gun, just a small, you know, don't get out the super soaker squirt guns. <laughs> There's no reason to, you know, totally soak the kitty. Uh, but, don't um, use the so- those- super soaker anymore, Judy. you got to put that away. That yeah, was okay. par- apparently too much. 
Yeah, fire hose is too much. Yes. Yeah, yeah, definitely. But, you know, then there's some other things. Um, and some people have some good success with some of the compressed air um, items that are used for training cats. If you try to keep them off of couches or counters, there's these little containers that you can buy on the Internet and pet catalogs and so forth that when the pet goes by a certain area, it gives a puff of this compressed air like you're cleaning your, your computer keyboard. And they don't like the sound of it. It doesn't hurt them. But you can set that up strategically in the area you don't want the kitty to go right by that chair and that can be another training tool that doesn't hurt and and it associates the kitty associates the area with something they're supposed to avoid so that might be another thing i'd try for you and get yourself a scratching post and teach them the right place to go you know what we did is we took our cats we just uh, held their claws up to the scratching post and, and rubbed it on the scratching post so they get their scent on it and mm-hmm. they just went from our couch right to the scratching post and it was really I don't know were we lucky I don't know because you hear about this problem we know that you cannot declaw this will cause all kinds of other problems, and I, I don't want to go that way with this. But you know, another trick I found is to put their bed by the scratching post, because the first thing a cat does when he wakes up oh, is wants to scratch. Wants to do a little stretch. And you know what? They need to scratch and stretch. This is a whole. This is a part of their lifestyle. The other thing, mm-hmm. of course, if you can afford it, cement furniture works very well. <laughs> hey, there you go. Uh, but I don't have no problem with him getting up and scratching because even I'm gone, he sleeps on my side of the bed. Uh, sleeps on my pillow. So He's replacing the, you. Uh, That's what he's doing. Uh, <laughs> yeah. He loves it when I get home and takes a nap. He curls up right beside me close to get to me and he'll take a nap with me. Oh, I appreciate it's so, it. Well, my pleasure. And it, uh, good luck with that. And, uh, you know, give him a hug and a nice little scratch behind those ears for us. This is Dr. Debbie with Animal Radio. Give us a call at 1-866-405-8405. You're listening to Animal Radio. You can learn more about today's guest at AnimalRadio.com. Log on. Learn more. Listen closely. Did you hear that? That's the sound of peace of mind. Peace of mind that comes in convenient, pre-measured packets of Safeguard K9 Dewormer. Just sprinkle the granules on your dog's food twice a year to protect him against the major types of canine intestinal worms. Monthly heartworm prevention programs alone are not enough. Find out how to get the upper hand on intestinal worm infections by visiting www.safeguardfordogs.com. Is your credit card debt out of control and you don't know what to do? I'm Ted Brower, founder of Debt Settlement USA. Contrary to what you may hear from other advertisers, there is no secret program that can magically eliminate your debt. But Debt Settlement USA does have an answer. We have perhaps the most experienced team in the industry. We've negotiated and settled over $150 million of debt for people just like you. If you have over $12,000 of credit card debt, call right now for a free consultation. Debt Settlement USA built its reputation on one simple fact. We help our clients cut their debt. Find out how we can help you reduce your balances and your monthly payments. Call Debt Settlement USA at 1-888-551-7788. If you're having trouble with credit card debt, call right now. Call 1-888-551-7788. That's 888-551-7788. 
Let's face it, life happens from spills to pet stains. One Shot Plus Multipurpose Cleaner attacks everyday stains, eliminating the need for other cleaning products. Pet stains, crayon marks, mildew, one shot, and it's gone. Safe for the environment, your pets, and your family. Call 1-800-874-7070 and mention Animal Radio. That's 1-800-874-7070 or go to OneShotPlus.com to get yours now. This is Animal Radio, baby. It's Animal Radio. We're gathering our studio animals around for the big blessing of the animals. Got your animals there? Are you getting the whole vet clinic? We should bless all the animals there at the vet clinic. <laughs> yeah. Today while we're doing it. It takes some time, man. We got everything here today. <laughs> we got to put us on the speaker there so we can do that. Of course, Dr. James Capers joining us, Reverend James Capers, in a few minutes to officiate over the blessing of the animals as we do yearly here on Animal Radio. How's the office today there, Doc? Busy? Busy weekend or not? <gasps> You know, it is a busy weekend. Gosh, you know, and I thought with fall and kids going back to school, everyone would have other things on their mind. But, you know, pets are always in the forefront. So, um, you know, they're our family members. So, yeah, we've been staying busy. And speaking of which, kids going back to school can cause a little problems for both the dogs and the kids. Uh, John Grogan, as you may remember the name uh, Who's he? Sounds familiar. Who doesn't oh. know Marley, right? Yeah. Everyone Marley knows Marley me, now. Of course, he wrote that. And uh, the movie, Marley and Me, where Owen Wilson played John Grogan. We'll ask him about that. He's our special guest a little later on. He has a brand new book called Marley Goes to School, and it helps kids make the transition back to school. First day of school can be tra- very traumatic. Mine whoops, certainly was. Yeah, we don't need to hear about that. <laughs> I had to change pants. Yeah. We talked about enough pee today. Yeah. <laughs> Let's go to the phones. one 405 Hi, who's this? This is Karen Turner. I'm calling from Wyoming. Hi, Karen. How are you doing today? Well, I could be better. I've had uh, my registered Norwegian forest cat taken from my vehicle. Oh, wow. In, oh, no. In Casper, Wyoming. That happened last Saturday at about 1 o'clock when I was at the Hobby Lobby. At the Hobby? What is the Hobby Lobby? Is that a store? It's a, it's a craft supply store. In Casper, Wyoming, huh? Yes. And somebody just came and took the cat out of the truck? Yes. I travel with two registered Norwegian forest cats. Their names are Bullseye and Beowulf. Beowulf has a tendency to worry about me when I'm out of the vehicle, so he sits up on the dash. So he would have been in plain sight. And uh, so when I came back to my vehicle, I noticed immediately that he was gone. So I went in and made a report to the manager who made an announcement over the intercom and I had like six employees and three customers come to me and tell me they saw him with two women and a man. Huh. What, what do these cats look like? You know, I thought I knew all about cats, but I'm, I'm not really familiar with that breed. Well, they're a large breed. They're similar to a Maine Coon. Okay. That's what most people would know. Uh, Beowulf is uh, considered a silver red, but I think if you really looked at him, he's kind of tan, tan looking. He's going to be tan with stripes. He has both dark tan and white in his body. He's got a white face, white chest, white belly, four white feet, and a white tipped tail. His tail's long and bushy. He has green almond-shaped eyes. He is not chipped, but he is tattooed in both ears. Can Can you visibly see the tattoos? No, you probably have to look for them, but they are there. They're done in green ink, and uh, so if you... If you see him from far away, you wouldn't notice it. But if you 
had him, if you were holding him, you could tell. Hmm. Okay, can you uh, send us a picture we can put up on the website? I certainly can. Okay, let's try to keep an eye out for this. This is in the Casper, Wyoming area. Two very unusual cats. Is it just one cat or two, both of them got They only took one cat. Only took That's one. Yeah. Okay, very strange. Unusual looking cat. And uh, if you can help, we'd appreciate it. Give us a call at one 405 8405 Hold on, young lady. Let's get your information, okay? Okay. This is Animal Radio. Dogs or cats, horse or emu, animals are people too. In this sometimes stressful world, what could be more calming than playing puppies? Nothing, according to Lisa Brady and her husband, who came up with the idea for a website that carried nothing but playing puppies. They created playing-puppies.com, a free website created to give stressed out people a little break from their busy days from the joy of watching puppies play. There are new videos of playing puppies and some adult dogs every day, and you can send in your own puppy videos. Brady says if by watching our videos, one person each day laughs out loud when they need it the most, then playing-puppies.com has served its purpose. I'm Britt Savage for Animal Radio. Animals are people too. Animal Radio. Hi, this is Michelle Stafford from The Young and Restless on Animal Radio. And remember, spay and neuter your pets. It's Animal Radio. You lucky dog. 1-866-405-8405 to talk to any one of the Dream Team. Bobby working on that animal news there. You're brand new to Animal Radio. She's kind of geeky that way. She travels around all week uh, with a little beeper, beeping her <laughs> animal news. Geek. Geek. Yeah, you are. You're a little bit of a news geek. News <laughs> geek. And uh, Twitterer, too. If you want to mm-hmm. Twitter with Bobby and uh, all of that Twitter stuff that I just, you know, I'm too old. I don't get it. I don't. It's, email it's so was tough for, for me. Hell yeah. To get this. You know, it's, it's a concept. It's twitter.com slash animal radio. You see, and you that can, easy. at 140 characters, you can get your message out. I use this thing right here, and I can talk as well up to two hours. <laughs> and you do. <laughs> you so funny, Hal. Animal Radio is brought to you by Blue. Thank you, guys. Blue is makers of the healthy and holistic natural food for dogs and cats. You'll love them like family. So feed them like family with Blue. I think I read that wrong. You love them like family, so feed them like family with Blue. It's it's a new... Did you think I was making that up? It's written right here. And thank you, Blue, for joining us. I think you make everything us. up, Hal. <laughs> you look like you're having a problem over there with your ears. I'm sorry, my ears your keep bunny flopping ears around there. Flopping it's flopping in front of my face. Uh, maybe, maybe he can bless your bunny. <laughs> Speaking of blessing your bunny, coming up in just a few minutes, uh, Bobby Hill and... Uh, <laughs> And she's she's researching a story. I'm hearing Ozzy Osbourne coming from her little booth, blasted at uh, unbearable levels. I had to tell her to turn it down because we're trying to do a radio show over here. And she said it's research for a story about the Prince of Darkness, that being Ozzy Osbourne. And I said, is it an animal-related story? And she said, yes. Yeah, it has so, something to do with him and the cops, which it's a good thing this time. I assure you that uh, it will be an animal-related story on the way here on Animal Radio. Mm-hmm. You love them like family, so feed them like family with blue. It's good food. We use it here at Animal Radio. Let's head to the phones. Uh, we've been keeping Ann waiting. Hi, Ann. How are you doing? Fine, thank you. How about you? Good. Sorry for the delay. That's all right. How can I we have, help you? 
I have a question about a, a puppy that my son just got. It's actually my grand dog. He has a <laughs> about a year and a half old English bulldog, and he decided he was too lonesome and needed a playmate, so he got him a Weimaraner. Huh. He's also a boy, okay? So he is now about two and a half months old. He, I've never heard of a dog doing this. <laughs> he will relieve himself just whenever he wakes up. I mean, if he's laying in your lap, he's laying on the couch, he's laying in his bed, if he's laying anywhere, he would just go all over himself, and you too. He doesn't get up. And now he okay. also has a he has an umbilical hernia. They said they can't do anything about till he's four months old. I don't know if that has anything to do with it. But I've just never heard of a dog doing that. At least gets up and goes somewhere, you know. Yeah. Now, when he's doing this, um, is he peeing or pooping or both? Just pee. He'll go outside to poop. Okay. But it's almost like it's an accident, you know, when it happens. He didn't mean to. And how does he do at night when he's uh, sleeping? Um, does he have accidents at night? Yeah, and he'll just lay in it. I mean, if, he, mm. if he's sleeping on the couch and he just wakes up, he'll go all over himself and just lay there in it. He doesn't even get up. Seems like I've had a theme of urine calls lately here. They're just, just dribbling that, through. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, it's, I mean, it's not funny, but um, this dribbling when um, he's awake and sleeping definitely would have me concerned. Because a puppy at that age, it would not be unusual for them not to hold their urine very well. Um, and at that age, about every hour we can anticipate, a pup's going to need to go outdoors. So, uh-huh. um that would be a re- realistic time frame. And I would say if we're making sure we're doing that and we're still having him leaking, then that to me would really make me wonder about some kind of um, urinary problem. And there there are some congenital problems basically where the urine flow isn't directed in the right way and we can get a pet who is a chronic leaker. And um, that would be something I would really talk to your veterinarian about looking into um, and and if it seems like he can hold his urine at night, but he's dribbling during the day, then I, I might not feel that might fit his condition as much. But but I would really want to make sure we get a urine sample in, get that checked out, and um, and see. I, I can't make any case about, you mentioned the hernia, and as long as we're talking an umbilical hernia, which is kind of in the belly button area, um, those, if there's not a problem with those, we usually will delay until they're a little older to, to fix that. But I can't make a case that that could interfere with any kind of urine problem at this time. Um, so I'd really say, gosh, you know, let's get a urine sample to your doc. And, um, you know, I'd really want to see if he has anything that we might want to look into, such as an ectopic ureter condition, which is um, not something we want to have, but um, we just need to do a little bit of looking, see if that's the case, and uh, see what we can do for your little guy there. And the urine sample will tell the doctor what he needs to know? That will be a starting point. Um, and basically we want to make sure there's no infection um, because that definitely throws everything off if we've got any kind of urinary tract infection. So that's just ground one. Um, the next step from there, um, if that looks normal, might entail doing some x-rays or even using special types of dye and doing x-rays at the same time to see how the urine flows from the kidney down to the bladder um, and to make sure all of those uh, plumbing, if you will, to make sure they're all in the right place and that they're all doing their job. So it could get into much more involved steps, but I would certainly say, you know, get that urine checked right off the bat. That's the first place to start with. Okay. Well, thank you. Thank you, Ann, for your call. 
Yeah, good luck with that. Boy, we've had lots of babies talking about pee problems here, so hopefully yeah. we can get them uh, going to where they're supposed to go. one 405 to talk to Dr. Debbie right now. is Animal Radio Network. This is Animal Radio, baby. She getting her beauty sleep? Yes, she is. This, I don't know if we're putting her sleep or what. We're putting her to sleep? No, I she... She just sleeps a lot. She sleeps like a cat. Of course, we're talking about the studio stunt dog who you're training for the big uh, Petco, contest, yeah, Petco the talent, talent contest show. Yeah, we're, I'm trying to teach her to do some tricks. You've done very well. I've got to say that right now. You, you're, you're, uh, she dances. She goes through your arm. She mm-hmm. uh, does a lot of things that I'm amazed. Does she know how to fetch a beer, Judy? You know, what, I'm she, guessing Hal would like that. That would know, be cool. But she's only like five pounds. She couldn't even put the beer in her mouth. So give her a. Oh, that would be. Pathetic. She couldn't even reach the refrigerator <laughs> door. But it would be funny to watch. Yeah. <laughs> Tonight, check it out on Animal Planet, 8 p.m. I know that Judy will be around her TV because this next guest, Zach. What's his last name? I just call him Zach. George. Zach George. Oh, two first names. Got to be careful with, with that. He could be a DJ. Yeah. Zach believes he can teach anyone how to teach any pet how to perform any trick, including grabbing that beer out of the fridge. And he'll do that throughout this series uh, that's running on Animal Planet that kicks off tonight at 8 p.m. We have him on the phone today. Hey, Zach, how you doing? I'm doing fantastic. How are you? Very good. What can you teach Judy that she can bring to this Petco talent contest? (laughs) Well, yeah, I don't know a lot about the talent contest, but we can probably uh, teach Judy to teach uh, a a lot of cool things to her dog. I have no doubt about that. As long as you know what makes your dog tick and you have a good time doing it, there's just about anything you can teach a dog. Now, I know there's people right now that are saying, well, maybe not my dog. Are there some dogs that are more trainable than other dogs? Uh, Yeah, there are definitely dogs that are more trainable than others. What we like to do on Superfetch is really cater to each dog's strength. So you look at what your dog can do well, and you teach them how to do that better. It's very human, you know, it's much like we would teach a human or a child. We would want to encourage them to excel at something that they're good at Ah, or that they have an interest in already. You go with their strengths. I get it. So it's sort of like, well, like Twitter. Like, uh, I hate the Twitter thing, but Bobby really, really likes the Twitter thing, so we've asked her to embrace it for Animal Radio. Thanks, Al. We're using her her strength. By the way, follow Uh her at uh, twitter.com slash Animal Radio. So you're saying find the strength. Yeah, I think that is probably one of the best ways to not only ensure success, but to ensure that your dog's having a good time. You know, if you've got a hyper dog, a lot of people don't know this, but a hyper dog in particular is probably the most trainable type of dog for advanced tricks. Mm. Ah, I got one of those. What kind of dog do you have? 50% Jack Russell, 25% Min Pin, and 25% Maltese, and she's about five pounds of pure energy. I guess how many times it takes her to learn something. Oh, how many times would that be? Once. Well, I believe it. I, she I mean, does. You've got quite, a, quite a combination there. That uh, sounds like a heck of a dog. Yes, she's perpetual motion. You know, we tackle so many tricks on the show that have never been done before. Uh, and, I mean, they're radical. I mean, we taught a dog how to ride a bike. We taught a dog how to bowl, how to wow. fetch a smock. I mean, just a lot of crazy stuff. But, so- but is this stuff that I can teach my dog? I mean, is it, or is it just showing off on Superfetch? Because, <laughs> frankly, I don't think I can get my dog to ride a bike. And what's There's wrong the- with that? 
<laughs> well, no, I mean, uh, that's a very valid question. All an advanced trick, like teaching a dog to bowl, for example, is, is just a combination of basic commands. Um, you know, you've got to know how to teach your dog how to stay. They can't cross that foul line, and we don't make exceptions for dogs on super pets. they got to play by the rules. And uh -huh. every dog needs to know that abrupt stay. As a matter of fact, the fastest way to teach your dog basic obedience is to teach them an amazing trick. A lot of dogs need a job, and they really, this is a great way to bond with them, isn't it? Oh, it's a fantastic way to bond. I mean, you learn so much about your dog, and they learn so much about you through the process. I've always said that the tricks are simply metaphors for the bond that occurs with the dog. And we're talking to Zach George tonight. He kicks off his show on Animal Planet at 8 p.m. called Superfetch. I have five Superfetch packs here. Now I'm going to open one up and probably only give away four, ultimately, <laughs> at 1-866-405-8405. Tell us, we have inside the package uh, a Squeaker Superfetch uh, Animal Planet monkey. Well, I, you know, I actually have not seen this you, you one yet. You haven't seen this. <laughs> I haven't seen this one yet. Uh, there's a mustache drawn on right above your mouth. It doesn't <laughs> oh, seem like something you would approve <laughs> nice. of. I, I think it's something that somebody else probably signed off on there. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to give away five of these packages There's to celebrate Superfetch kicking off tonight at 8 p.m. on Animal Planet. Zach, thanks so much for joining us. Oh, thank you for having me. Hi, this is Richard Karn from Home Improvement, and you're listening to Animal Radio. Now remember to spray and neuter your dogs. <laughs> it's a good idea to spray and neuter your animals. This is Animal Radio, baby. We're moments away from John Grogren of Marley and Me fame. Brand new book, we'll have giveaways. Always a fun guy to hang out with. Also, a blessing of the animals with Dr. Reverend. Dr. Reverend. Is it Reverend Doctor? Is it Reverend James Capers or Dr. James Capers? I just call him Dr. James Capers. Oh. He is a reverend. <laughs> I've known him for 25 years. He's been blessing my animals for 25 years, and he'll bless your animals today. Bring them around the radio. We do this every year if you're new to animal radio. I'll just gather them around the speaker, and uh, we'll, he'll bless them. I won't. I'll have nothing to do with it. You wouldn't want me blessing your animals. Hopefully he can help us, too. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> if you want to talk to Dr. Debbie or Vlade, the world-famous Russian dog wizard who's uh, who's going to be on CBS News this week, I understand. We'll find out more details Ooh. about that. I want to hear about that. Uh, yeah, he'll be uh, defecting any day now, I figure. <laughs> Vinny Penn, also a very, very talented author, funny guy all about town and all about animals. Animal communicator, Joy Turner, uh, Susan Sims, Bobby working on news. It is a Michael Vick free day. Of course, me just saying his name right there. Doesn't yeah, you keep bringing him up. Yeah, sorry about that. He won't be in the news and apparently we don't have any calls and don't want, won't be accepting any calls regarding Michael Vick today <laughs> as we move on to more important news. Bobby, I see Ozzy. My buddy Ozzy, Ozzy Osbourne's in the news. Remember he of uh, biting the head off the bat fame? Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> He's hey, turned himself around quite a bit. don't knock it until you've tried it, okay? <laughs> we are going to talk about some good deeds by actually the Prince of Darkness and his son. Ooh, very, They're all very helping cool. out the Muncie police coming up in the news. You know, I'm a big Sharon Osbourne fan, and I could never really no. get that marriage. Yeah, I, I don't either. That. Well, yeah, she's in charge. She's the brains of the operation. That's what obvious. What don't you get? She cracks the whip, huh? Yeah. We have Mary D. on the phone. Hi, Mary D. How are you? Good. How are you? Good. Where are you calling from today? I'm in Texas. Texas. That's a big state. How can we help you? <laughs> well, I have an eight-and-a-half-year-old female Doberman, and I take her in for her dental exams and cleanings every year. Very good. <laughs> We're saluting you. <laughs> um, yeah. But her teeth get that plaque buildup and gets really ugly looking 
between the cleanings, and I give her only dry food and crunchy treats, hoping that, you know, to keep them cleaned. And I was just wondering if if the um, little dental scalers, like uh, dental tools to scrape the teeth, is a good thing to do between cleanings. No, no. I love the topic of dental care, so I'm glad you called because it's something that there's a lot that pet owners can do. I don't recommend pulling out the dental scalers. Even people who are dental hygienists, it's not necessarily good to pick at the teeth with a sharp instrument and not be able to polish afterwards because it creates little defects in the uh, enamel surface that make plaque build up even more. So um, I would stick to things that we can do safely at home and um, home brushing by far is the number one thing you can do. Um, So I don't know, Mary D, is that something you can feasibly do for your dog? Um, Yeah, she lets me brush them. She likes the taste of the toothpaste so she thinks that's a treat. And I tried the, like, toys with the dentabone and the greenies and nylabone mm-hmm. type things that are supposed to help clean. Do they really work? Well, you know, there, there actually are some good products out there, and there's a veterinary dental oral health uh, council. Uh-huh. I'm sure I'm putting too many words in there, but we get it. there's actually a society that looks at the products to see if they are very useful or mm. not. And there are some that are, and greenies, believe it or not, are actually advocated for oh. um, showing that they actually can help good. prevent tartar buildup. So there's other things. I mean, there's uh, other foods out there, and they are also endorsed by the health, um, the oral health council. Um, prescription foods like uh, Hills TD, Purina has a dental health diet. There's actually quite a few things like that that actually do have some sound evidence. And, and you know, these things will help a little bit, um, but brushing by far will give you the best um, success because it not only helps to prevent that tartar buildup, but it also helps to keep the gums healthy. And that's where some of these other things may not have as much benefit as brushing. Um, so I try to brush as often as you can uh, daily if you're if you're up with the, that frequency. If not even three times a week is useful. Um, but yeah, I would say you know some of those treats are actually very useful. Now, um, the other things, there's some water additives that have been um, also shown to be helpful in preventing tartar mm-hmm. and plaque buildup. Um, Aquadent and uh, there's some other brands out there that can be valuable. So that would be something. And in my office, we even use something that's an oral sealant called Oravet. And if your dog's good about brushing, letting you brush their teeth, um, then you might even consider the sealant because you can also do that oh, if cool. you're brushing your pet's teeth. That's like Scotch Guard for the teeth, huh? Kind of, yeah. It's really kind of cool stuff because you don't have to be very precise. You just kind of put it on the teeth near the gum line, and it actually kind of spreads over the tooth on its own. Um, and you can apply it once a week. Um, so, um, yes, and, and I, I love the stuff. We use it with all of our dental cleanings to help kind of keep them a little cleaner longer and we encourage people to use that so there's a lot of things like that and you know you can do all of those things mary d and you're still going to have this constant buildup of plaque um and it is the same battle that we face when we go to the dentist every six months so um find what works for you and for your your baby girl there and um and you can battle that plaque just don't battle it with a scraper Okay. Okay. I will try those things. Thank you so much. Mary G, thank you for your call <laughs> you. today. I also heard of a, uh, like a, a vaccination or a shot. Isn't there something that, uh, mm-hmm. somebody, yeah. was it you that mentioned that? I may have. It's, it doesn't help prevent the plaque buildup, but there's one called the porphamonas vaccine. We call it the dental vaccine or the gingivitis vaccine. Um, it helps to prevent the kind of the body's reaction to the tartar on the teeth. So you get hopefully less periodontal inflammation 
and more potential, um, you know, less potential for uh, damage to the tooth structure there. So, yeah, that's even something to consider, too. Ask your vet. 1-866-405-8405 if you want to ask the animal radio vet. Dr. Debbie. Greetings, Animal Radio lovers. Vinny Penn, your party animal, coming at you with another party animal installment. I actually have a question for you. Uh, one of my last days on the beach uh, before New England uh, kisses the, the beautiful weather goodbye, embraces itself for winter, uh, I noticed something very interesting. There was one guy on the beach who had a newborn with him, a newborn, about a year old, kind of taking his first little lumbering steps on the sand and uh, the guy was there without uh, you know uh, the baby's mother and to my left a bit of a ways down was another gentleman who was frolicking with a dog in somewhat the same capacity and i swear if i'm not mistaken the guy with the dog was getting more, the girls were staring at him, much more than the guy with the baby. Well, I guess as I say it out loud, women seeing a guy with a baby, they probably assume there's a mother not far off and perhaps one who takes Taekwondo or, you know, maybe they're living in fear. Maybe that's why the guy with the dog, I mean, the dog is the ultimate chick magnet, particularly on the beach. You throw that Frisbee. And that dog comes running out, soaking wet, and does that shake, and you do a funny little, ah, you're getting me soaking wet. This dog was a chick magnet, and it wasn't even like it was, you know, it was a Rottweiler or this beautiful chocolate lab or, you know, anything of this nature. It was a straight-up mutt. Not that I'm anti-mutt by any stretch of the imagination, but the girls were running over, look at him, and the dog would shake his this salt water all on the girls. Don't do that. And they were laughing and everything. All I was thinking about was every time I took a girl to the beach, if I splashed water on their shore, she was like, you jerk, and stomped off to the concession stand, only to come back with French fries that she didn't share. The dog is a chick magnet more than a kid. But as I said, I think I'm realizing on the air, because women probably presume kid's got a mother. Guy's probably taken. So I guess this really wasn't a question, or maybe just that I answered my own question. Vinny Penn, Party Animal, on Animal Radio. When I went looking for a quality, allergen-free dog food for Roscoe, a friend told me about canine caviar. Being a born skeptic, I examined every ingredient and, most importantly, made sure it drove our dog's taste buds crazy. Here's the lowdown. Canine caviar is holistic, allergen-free, with raw dehydrated meats, herbs, fish oil, and flaxseed for health and joint support. Good food for Roscoe from a company I can trust. Ask your pet store for canine caviar. Learn more at caninecaviar.com. Every once in a while, there comes along a special group of animal lovers that stands strongly in defense of the voiceless. Animal People is that newspaper for people who really care about the animals. Animal People's published ten times yearly. The publisher is a nonprofit corporation dedicated to exposing the existence of cruelty to animals and to informing and educating you so that animal lovers worldwide can eliminate such cruelty. Your subscription is $24 a year and is 100% tax deductible. Get Animal People's fair and accurate investigative reporting from the industry watchdog. Visit our website at www.animalpeoplenews.org. That's www.animalpeoplenews.org to subscribe to the news for people who care about animals. Animal People. Subscribe today at www.animalpeoplenews.org. 
Fido-Friendly Magazine. Perhaps you can do without it, but for kibble's sake, think of your dog. At last, a voice for us traveling canines. Until now, few have taken mobile pooches seriously. After all, who appreciates warm shelter and a comfy bed more than a dog? Fido-Friendly, the travel magazine for you and your dog. A quarterly guide to Fido-Friendly accommodations in the United States and Canada. Because if Fido ain't happy, ain't nobody happy. Subscribe at FidoFriendly.com. Your dog will thank you. Okay, I got yeah, I'm going to see if Michael Jackson's mother will adopt me. 86 grand a month, that broad's getting. Really? Shh. Bad. Huh? 86 grand. Yeah. Really? But after yeah. taxes, though. Oh, what did he say? He said, we're all across the USA. The most listened to pet show today. Animal Radio. We're everywhere you go. Animal Radio. Radio. That's what she should be dancing to at Petco. Oh, I've got to have you in the background with the boombox. Yes, that's what I'm thinking. Of course, we're talking about the studio dog whose name we'll not mention because it really consumes 13.7 seconds of our time every time we do. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. She is a tough contract. I'll tell you that. She's going to be uh, in the magazine, uh, Fido Friendly, coming up in a, a month or so. She's really getting some good deals. Did you see that picture, that full-page ad with her? Yeah. How come? I Seriously, I want her agent. Mine sucks. <laughs> I'm telling you. I'm telling her. Lenny, you're fired. Get rid of Lenny right now, of course. Lenny Lipschitz, the worst agent ever. You know what? First of all, I told you to get rid of him a long time ago. So don't... I know. Don't even... Know. Don't even... Talk to the hand. Talk to the hand. Okay. Someone who uh, needs no agent because uh, obviously he's doing something very right is John Grogan. His uh, book, Marley and Me, came out, what, five, six, ten years? Fifteen years? Thirteen? <laughs> Fifteen? Eighteen years ago. It was kind it of was, a big hit. It was yeah, It was really kinda. good, of course, spurring the movie also. With, yeah, with uh, Jennifer Aniston and Owen Wilson. I mean, come a, on. Except you're supposed to say Owen Wilson first. Oh, excuse yeah. me. Sorry. Owen Wilson. According to the studios and okay. everything. Boy, it's, now we're in trouble. And now he's back. He's got a brand new book, and it's really appropriate for now because the kids are going back to school. A lot of separation anxiety for the dogs. A little separation anxiety for the kids, too. You know, they're going back after a summer of hanging around. And what John has done is he's put together a children's book. I'll, I'll let him explain it. Is he on the phone yet? Did you get a hold of him? I know we were tracking him down at the I hotel. I found him. John! Uh, hi, I'm on the phone. How are you doing today? <laughs> I, I'm great. Are you on tour right now? What are you doing? I am. I just arrived in Denver um, from Dallas, and so here I am uh, in downtown Denver. Are you signing books, Marley Goes to School? I am. That's my new children's book. It just came out, and I've been going around uh, talking to kids in schools about it, and which is, that's an experience in its own right. <laughs> 200 first graders in a room with me. <laughs> oh, boy. You're brave. Very, very brave. And then I, I've been doing evening events, too, which are more families. That's like uh, 200 Marleys. Yeah, it is. It's very funny. I see all these little Marley-like kids, and I think, ah, oh, so it wasn't just my dog yeah. who had these issues. Well, the new book, tell us a little bit about it. Well, you know, it's, it is fun. I joke about these kids, but it's, it's a delight to read this book to them and, and just hearing their squeals with delight. You know, I mean, young kids can really can relate to a dog like Marley because, um, you know, in a way, you know, he's a little bit like a little kid, you know. Can't quite control himself, too much energy, not enough uh, self-discipline. And so, you know, Marley's always getting in trouble, of course. And in this new children's book, um, I had some fun with it. I kind of imagined, well, what could be a funny scenario? And, uh, you know, the first day of school for young kids is always uh. crazy anyways and total bedlam. What was the first day for you like? 
Well, gosh, uh, I was at uh, a little Catholic school outside Detroit, and I remember in the first five minutes, the girl in front of me just sat in her chair and totally peed herself. Ah, same as me. She had this big puddle around here, and I remember thinking, like, wow, this is what school is like. Oh, no. It can be a pretty tough time, so you're helping these kids ease into it with this book. Yeah, exactly. And, you know, Marley uh, sneaks out of the house and follows the little girl, who's the main character in the story, to school and sneaks in the side door and then once you get marley in the school you know um the gloves come off and he's going room to room looking for her but of course in every room he gets into some new mischief and 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 as the story goes along it gets worse and worse and uh kind of more madcap as it goes so i I had a lot of fun with it all children know you know they like a good book about a dog but do they know marley have they seen the movie are they familiar with his story you know a lot of kids have you know marley and me the movie uh and my book marley and me was you know certainly written for adults and the movie you know i think it's kind of a couple's movie uh it's a good date movie but boy, when I ask kids, all these little first and second graders, their hands go up. Um, so uh-huh. a lot of a lot of kids have seen the movie, uh-huh. and they and they really relate. You know, I mean, for a child, you know, a dog in the home or a family pet is, um, you know, it's it's more than a pet. It's like a brother or sister to them, and so they totally get it. They totally get how we blend pets into our families and our lives, and they and they become part of the family. They really have. Have you? Did you ever think Marley would have made such an impression? <laughs> well, no. I, you know, it's, I, I still pinch myself um, every day. Uh, it's, it's, it's just um, kind of mind-boggling that this dog who could never do anything right in life, you know, everything he tried, he screwed up. That now, um, you know, in through my stories about him, is uh, he can do no wrong. You know, Marley and me is in forty-two languages around the world. And, you know, and of course, the movie was a big blockbuster hit for 20th Century Fox. And um, and my children's books are very popular. So I, I keep thinking there's something about that dog. I think the same thing that we loved about him. You know, I think it wasn't we loved him despite his bad behavior. I think I think that was because why we loved him so intensely, because we had to invest so much of ourselves in making that relationship work. Um, I think I think people love him um readers love him for the same reason that you know we're all flawed none of us is perfect and marley's kind of that you know that that flawed every man who's got a really good heart and he means to do well mm-hmm. but uh can't quite always help himself the big goof yeah he is, he was a big big goof and, and now i have a new one who's just as big a goof Uh-oh. i forget his name well, we, I have two lads, actually. My female is Gracie, and we've had her about five years. Yes. And she's very calm and sedate and ladylike, and she almost never gets in trouble. But the new addition is Woodson, and he was uh, one of the movie dogs. And, uh-huh. you know, when someone offers you a free dog, watch out what... Which part of the movie was he in? He was, was he one of the, the bad stuff? He was one of the little brand-new puppies uh-huh. at the beginning oh. when... when uh, Owen Wilson and Jennifer Aniston, as my wife and me, show up to pick out the puppy. Um, he was one of those, like, eight or nine puppies that were uh, at the breeder's house. Uh, but you made the mistake. You got another male. There you go. You should have stick with the females. Yeah, well, I, yeah, I don't know. Nice, Judy. The, the females, <laughs> uh, at least my female, is, is much easier. But I think the males, at least in my experience, they tend to love you more or something. Huh. My males just can't get enough of me. That Our female dog, she'll kind of look at us. Uh-huh. And then she'll walk over and lie down in the next room. 
Uh-huh. And I'm like, well, what, what is going on with that? I'm sitting on the floor. You know, I'm sitting on the floor, like, pretty much begging her to come and put her head in my lap. And she looks at me, and she'll sniff me, and then she'll walk over and lie down 20 feet away. Oh, no. Uh-huh. But, of course, Marley, you know, he would just plop right on top of me, all 100 pounds of them. And the new lab is kind of the same way. He just loves body contact. Oh, you got Now, are you gonna? Are they gonna have books eventually? Uh, who knows? I, you know, I, I've learned not to say never because I keep surprising myself with. I never thought I would be doing children's books either, but they just kind of sprung up, um, kind of naturally, because so many kids were gravitating to the Marley and Me story. Um, but you know, Woodson certainly has um, a colorful personality. He's very Marley-esque. Uh, to use one of the new words that have entered the language. Um, whereas Gracie's, you know, she's such a good dog that uh-huh. I, I tell her, you know, you're a great pet, but don't expect me to write a book about you. You never do anything. <laughs> <laughs> what, what do you think about uh, Owen Wilson? Was that your personal pick to play you and, and uh, Jennifer Aniston, of course, for your wife? Well, no, no neither of them. We did not have any say in that. Um, and, you know, honestly, I don't think I would have thought to pick him. Um, I, I, I was thinking Jennifer Aniston for my wife, Jenny. Uh, um, you know, what's not to like about her? You know, she's very pretty and funny and self-deprecating. Who would you have picked for yourself? Well, that's just it. I could not think of anybody. I think I think it's hard for anyone to to perceive of an actor playing yourself because... You have your own self-image, sure. and nobody is you. But did your wife had an, have an idea of who should play you? Um, not that she told me. She never really mentioned any names. She vetoed a lot of names. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like if I, we were throwing names out, and she goes, nope, that's not right, that's not right. But, but you know, uh, when I was on the movie set, like in the first three or four minutes seeing Owen, Owen Wilson playing me, I, you know, I have to say, I, it's like I suddenly thought, well, this is why they picked him. He's really, he's really good. He's really got me down. And you know, he he's funny, but he also has this kind of vulnerable uh, side. And he, I thought he played the um, the more serious roles and the heart rending roles beautifully. So I was really happy with the way that turned out. It was a great movie. Yes, we we loved it a lot. I, you know, what I have copies of the new book. If you have kids, I want to give them. A copy of Marley Goes to School on the HarperCollins label, the latest from John Grogan, who's joining us today. Tell us about the pictures. Well, I work, you know, I can't draw, I couldn't draw my way out of a paper bag. Uh, but so I work with a really wonderful artist. His name is Richard Cowdery. Uh, he's out of Ohio. I'm out of Pennsylvania. So we, our whole relationship is by email and telephone. But he's got a beautiful uh, touch, and he really knows how to find the humor in an animal and also the the empathy. Um, so his, his his drawings of Labradors and how they are blending into families is really great. And um, so, you know, we both agree that of the three children's books we've done together, this one's our favorite. I, I think we both had the most fun with this one. Um, getting Marley in, a, in an elementary school just opened the door for lots of uh, fun. We could kind of be kids ourselves. And so um, I had fun with the words, and, and Richard had a lot of fun capturing that with the artwork. It shows. Yes, you did a great job. one 405 8405 I'll give away 10 copies now. If you don't get through, head on over to your bookstore or Amazon, Borders, uh, Barnes & Noble. Martley goes to school. A great way to ease the kids back into school this year. Uh, John, thanks so much for joining us again. Well, it was very fun. Thanks for having me back. You're listening to Animal Radio. You can learn more at AnimalRadio.com. Log on. Learn more. 
Animal Radio is brought to you by... One Shot Plus Multipurpose Cleaner attacks everyday stains. Pet stains, crayon marks, mildew, one shot, and it's gone. Call 1-800-874-7070 or go to oneshotplus.com to get yours now. It's Animal Radio. Celebrating our connection with our pets. Welcome. We'll be blessing the animals before the end of the show today. So grab your animals, bring them round, get them round. Put We're them right in front of the speakers. If you could see the studio now, you'd see all our animals are around. <laughs> Barely any room for our papers. I know. You get up out of your seat. It's gone. I'm supposed to read this paper here, which is underneath. Boog. Read me. Animal Radio is brought to you by Blue. Oh, wow. Hey, guys. Blue, makers of healthy and holistic natural food for dogs and cats. You'll love them like family. So feed them like family with Blue. Uh, welcome aboard, guys. Woo-hoo. New guys to Animal Radio there. We appreciate their sponsorship. Nice. What do you got coming up in the news, girlfriend? Uh, we got some rock and roll we're going to talk about. And we're going to talk about cops and Ozzy Osbourne <laughs> and how he didn't end up in jail. It's yeah. coming up in the news. And how it ties to animals because yeah. there is an animal correlation there. Oh, yeah, huh? This is Animal Radio. This is an Animal Radio News Update. I'm Bobby Hill for Animal Radio. The Prince of Darkness has come to the aid of the Muncie Police Department. That's right. Ozzy Osbourne donated $10,000 to the MPD for a new canine officer. Their 13-year-old German Shepherd, Rover, is retiring, and the department was trying everything to raise funds for a replacement dog without taking community funds. That's when Jack Osborne mentioned the need to Dad Ozzy, who forked over the bucks. Jack Osborne was a reserve officer for Muncie in the very short-lived show, Armed and Famous. Muncie Police Sergeant Jay Turner has stayed in touch with Jack, and when the need for the new canine officer was mentioned, it took Jack just 10 minutes to talk Ozzy into it. Oh, we got to get Jack on the show. Yeah. Don't you think we need to talk to Jack and Ozzy? Yes, we do. He'll show up that for will be our That will be our quest, okay. Judy. You and I will okay. get on that, okay? Because, uh, you know, Jack did that show, and he has stayed in very close touch with these guys in the Muncie Police Department and has been helping them. So how can that not be a good thing? Of course. Speaking of good things, social network sites can be used for good, according to the ASPCA. <laughs> Special Agent Paul Lay used Facebook to track down a man suspected of animal abuse. In late July, Donald Walters of New York allegedly beat his boyfriend's Yorkshire Terrier named Lucy after an argument. ASPCA's Agent Lay used Facebook to locate 22-year-old Walter, who was arrested last month at his Manhattan workplace. Walter's been charged with one count of aggravated animal cruelty and faces up to two years in jail if convicted. Lucy, by the way, is recovering. Thanks very much, according to her owner. And if you want to a pet, adopt one, don't steal one. A West Palm Beach, Florida teenager found that out the hard way two weeks ago when he was arrested. The police, acting on a tip, found three squirrel monkeys, a Geldies monkey, and a green-cheeked Amazon parrot taken from the Palm Beach Zoo in an abandoned home. The juvenile suspect faces grand theft charges as well as burglary. Charges of animal cruelty are pending. The cops are looking for two other suspects in connection with the crime. I'm Bobby Hill for Animal Radio. Get more breaking animal news at AnimalRadio.com. This has been an Animal Radio News Update. It's so easy to get into debt, and it can be so hard to get yourself out. I'm Ted Brower, founder of Debt Settlement USA. Today, many people find that they have credit card balances that are out of control. And when they realize they're in serious debt, they don't know what to do. 
If this sounds like you, talk to us before your situation gets worse. If you have over $12,000 in credit card bills, call Debt Settlement USA for a free consultation. We have a proven program that can cut the amount you owe and get you out of debt faster than you think. Every day we help people with too much credit card debt. Find out what we can do for you. Call Debt Settlement USA for a free consultation. Your call is confidential and there's no obligation. Call Debt Settlement USA at 1-888-551-7788. If you're having trouble with credit card debt, call right now. Call 1-888-551-7788. That's 888-551-7788. This is Animal Radio, baby. Take pictures of her doing that on the internet. One eight six six four zero five eight four zero five. It's Animal Radio. This half hour of Animal Radio brought to you by Blue, makers of healthy and holistic natural food for dogs and cats. You love them like family, so feed them like family with Blue. One eight six six four zero five eight four zero five. Hi, Gil. How are you? I'm doing fine. How are you? Good. How? Where are you calling from today? I'm calling from Colleen, Texas. Colleen, Colleen, K-I-L, is it E-E-N? Near Waco, huh? Right next to Waco. Right next to Waco. Fort Hood. Yeah. How can we help you today? Well, I have a question for Dr. Debbie. All righty. I'm right here. Dr. Debbie, a year ago, uh, when I took my basset hound to have his shots, uh, they did the regular routine, and they came out, and they told me he had a false negative uh, for heartworm. And then he explained that to me as being that he might have had uh, heartworms at one time and gave me heart guard, and, went on, and I went home. Okay. I was satisfied with that answer. However, the next year when I went back for... Uh, his shots again I happened to use another vet because he was booked Mm -hmm. and my dog had full blown heartworms and he was put on that treatment that they give him they give him in the the back uh, on on the muscle right yeah and so my question is I mean could he have had heartworms back a year ago I guess guess I'm a little confused how he knew at the time it was a false negative. Did he think it was a false positive? Uh, Maybe it was a false positive. I know that he said that that's exactly what he told me. You know, that he he had thought maybe, see, this was a rescue dog. I didn't know his history. Okay. And he's three years old, but uh, the new vet, uh, told me, you know, showed me on the screen. He showed me the live worms. Mm-hmm. So okay. he, um, he gave me this treatment. Now I'm wondering if my dog is going to be right after this. 
Okay. Well, the, the tricky thing with heartworm disease is, you know, we're talking about a, a parasite that the dog gets when a mosquito bites and it goes through a development stage inside the pet, many different kinds of generations. And there's some of those that we can pick up very easily. Some of them are resistant to some of the types of regular preventatives. So it is possible that a pet could be tested, be negative, but yet maybe within a month or two actually develop the actual parasite. So there's a little bit of some wiggle room here where it's possible you can have a a negative test and then the next year the pet's positive even though you're doing everything right. It's not terribly common, but it can happen. And part of that is because there's different ways that we test for heartworm disease. There's um, what we call the antigen tests, which are blood tests, and they basically test for an antigen that's produced by the worm, the adult worm. Now, there's the other type of test, which is a microfilaria test, and we actually look for the little microscopic worms under the microscope, and those are the immature phase. So between those two ends of the spectrum, the immature worm and the adult worm, you can have a whole different kind of population there. So I'm not sure where your baby was at that time um, and that first visit, because I'm not quite understanding exactly what he was saying, but if he was, in fact, negative on that day but developed the positive the next year, I would think maybe he was in one of those little groups there that maybe he was tested by a microfilaria test, but he actually maybe had the um, antigen uh, floating in his system. So it's possible. It gets really confusing when we talk about all these life cycles and all this and that. Um, and, you know, even nowadays, uh, there's a lot of concern that, you know, maybe heartworms are becoming resistant to some of our normal preventatives. Um, some of that, they're debating that back and forth in the veterinary world. Um, but as far as for concerns for your pet's long-term, kind of getting back to your question, is he going to be right? Um, If we catch heartworm disease early before there's a lot of heart or pulmonary lung problems or even problems with the liver and we treat that parasite, then there's every anticipation the pet will be good and be well. Um, It's when the pet gets into that that very severe stage of heartworm disease that there there can be damage that is hard to undo at that point. So, and, And how is he doing now? Well, he he went on his first. This vet does it in two treatments. Okay. And in and in between the two treatments, he's on prednisone. Okay. Yep. And so uh, I've seen a lot of weight gain in the month that he's. Oh yeah, that because you also. Yeah, and you have to keep them really quiet during heartworm um, treatment because you don't want them to actually have any of the consequences of those worms going to the lungs. So, yeah, it's very important for that. So, you know, it may be a little ways off, uh, Gil, that, you know, he'll he'll get this under his belt and get past that. Um, but, um, you know, I, I can't really explain, I guess, exactly what happened with those tests, but I, I wouldn't necessarily say there was wrongdoing there um, because we can have some of this... Uh, unusual stages in, in the, the life cycle of the heartworm that might complicate uh, what happened in that pet's test. Oh, okay. But yeah. the recovery after this treatment is usually good? Well, it really depends on the stage of the dog going into heartworm uh, treatment. And, um, you know, if 
if it sounds like it was caught off of a lab test and not necessarily any advanced signs, that's good because um, the lower stages of heartworm disease are by far better. Um, and uh, pets that are in the more serious stages, they can certainly have more long-term consequences. But it sounds like they were pretty vigilant, and then on that next visit they caught that. So um, I would be hopeful. And uh, just make sure you do follow through with their instructions. And even afterwards, we, we do, we do still do some um, monitoring and doing the heartworm testing to make sure we're still staying negative on that. So, right. so it's a rough disease. Oh, I hate heartworm disease. And I thankfully, I'm here in Las Vegas, so we don't have too much of it. We do have it, though. So it is a big problem. So give your heartworm preventative and give it on the right day of the month, folks. One of the big problems a lot of people think is you give one tablet a month and you're fine. Try to give it every 30 days. It's very important. So this is Dr. Debbie, and thank you for the call, Gail. Uh, give us a call at 1-866-405-8405. Dogs or cats, horse or emu, animals are people too. When people are shopping for a new home, they usually notice things like crown molding or kitchen cabinets or maybe the view. But in Collierville, Tennessee, a cat stuck on a wall caught the eye of a prospective buyer by meowing and waving his paw out of a small hole. Nina Wingfield from Animal Services was called and was able to free the frantic feline by cutting a larger hole in the wall. She said he had his little paw out waving like he was saying, come on, hurry up. The little rescued cat was happy to get out and get a good meal at the local shelter. Volunteers named him Wally. Get it? Wally? (laughs) Wally's soon going to be looking for a new home of his own. I'm Britt Savage for Animal Radio. Animals are people too. Animal Radio. You're listening to Animal Radio. You can learn more about today's guest at AnimalRadio.com. Log on. Learn more. This portion of Animal Radio is brought to you by Safeguard Canine Dewormer. Did you know that your dog could have intestinal worms even if he's on a heartworm prevention program? For more complete protection, deworm your dog twice a year with Broad Spectrum Safeguard Canine Dewormer. To find out more, visit www.SafeguardForDogs.com. Okay, time to check out that website I heard about, www.safeguardfordogs.com. There it is. Hi, I'm Don. The virtual host is a nice touch. It looks like these links and videos cover everything a dog owner might want to know about intestinal worm infections and how to prevent them. Hmm, here's a savings coupon for Safeguard K90 Wormers and even an online reminder service. Better bookmark this one, www.safeguardfordogs.com. Hi, I'm Ken Schrader. In race car driving, seconds can win a race. But to win the race against pet overpopulation, you need to understand the importance of spaying or neutering your pets. Every few seconds, hundreds of dogs and cats are put down in our country. Help fix the problem. I urge you to spay or neuter your pets. To find out how, visit Pets911.com or call 1-888-PETS-911 today. For more information, go to Pets911.com. Proud to be a partner of Animal Radio. When I went looking for a quality allergen-free dog food for Roscoe, a friend told me about canine caviar. Being a born skeptic, I examined every ingredient and most importantly, made sure it drove our dog's taste buds crazy. Here's the lowdown. Canine caviar is holistic, allergen-free, with raw dehydrated meats, herbs, fish oil, and flaxseed for health and joint support. 
Good food for Roscoe from a company I can trust. Ask your pet store for canine caviar. Learn more at caninecaviar.com. This is Fred Willard on Animal Radio. Remember to spay and neuter your animals. I've had it done to me. It's not that rough. <laughs> this is Animal Radio. One eight six six four zero five eight four zero five. It's Animal Radio. We're celebrating our connection with our pets. In just a few minutes, we'll be blessing the animals with Dr. Reverend James Capers, as we do every year, the blessing of the animals. Oh, the dog's freaking out. Yeah, what's, what's that going about? on? What's, what happened? Did, did you get the silent whistle out there, Vlade? That's a dog whistle. I thought I thought dog whistles. You know, I can hear that. I thought dog whistles were completely inaudible to the human ear, though. The dog whistle which I'm presenting and I'm having in my hands has a five or six tonality, oh. so I can really go. Look, look, look at this. Ooh. Yeah, every tonality I can teach the dog to do such things. One of the sound can be calm, another sound can be C, down, and all the things. The dogs are so sensitive to these tonalities, and it's easy to teach them. Hey, I got a call exactly. for you. I believe Roger's on the line. Hey, Roger. Hi, Roger. Yeah, hi, Valadi. Go ahead. Say, I've got a long hair, a miniature dash hound. Oh, Dachshund, 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 Dachshund. Let, let, for everyone who is listening right now, us, Dachshund people, this is the biggest threat to Americans. <laughs> yes, Dachshunds were sausage dog is biting people in this country much more than any another breed in the world, uh, which which we even know. And I'm not talking about your dog particular. I apologize. I just want to let the people know because Dachshund will never make the headline on TV like a pit bulls do, but they are famous for that behavior. Uh, yappy, snappy, and such and such. Uh, go ahead, Roger. What is your problem? Is what not? What is your Dachshund uh, problem? Is? Well, his nickname is Sir Lickalot. That's my problem. He loves to lick. <laughs> Opposite of biting, licking. Okay, licking can be very kind of comp- compulsive. Licking, the dog wants to get attention in non-aggressive way. Now I lick you. I'm gonna get your attention, and you're gonna give it to me. Listen, Roger. It is okay for a subordinate to solicit attention, but it's not okay for the leaders always give them that attention. You remember Bill Clinton, uh, our former president? He was v- he was a great leader, and he was very selective to whom he gave his attention. <laughs> That's a different subject. So, so in your situation, what I would do, every time he wants to lick you, you can do one of two methods. Method number one, please grab the pen or pencil and write it down. You gotta get four feet clothesline, like a string, very light. Attach it to the dog's collar. You can use the regular collar, that would be good enough. You can use check collar, not the choke collar, check collar. And after that, make sure the leash is very slack and you hold the leash with your right hand side. With your left hand side, you're provoking the, the licking. You're just touching him around the neck or head and just say, Oh baby, you want to pet me? Go ahead, make my day. 
Once he just turned to lick you, you snap him with the right hand side as you say ah and freeze. Freezing means if you don't stop, I will bite you. You did you do repeat it two three times. If you will win three four consecutive battles, you will win the war. An alternative solution will be using compressed air device by name Pet Convincer. Roger, thank you very much for your call. I hope that helps you. One eight six six four zero five eight four zero five to talk to the world famous Russian dog wizard Vlade is on Animal Radio. This is Animal Radio. For years, many pet owners just accepted the fact that their four-legged friends were just going to live a relatively short life, get old, and pass on. But modern veterinary medicine can help pets live longer with less painful or debilitating problems. Watch for changes in thirst, appetite, bad breath, lumps, and changes in behavior. See your veterinarian more often and work out a senior wellness plan to help your pet live happy senior years. For Animal Radio, I'm Dr. Jim Humphreys. Hey, this is Big Ant from Rescue Inc. Remember, spay and neuter your animal, and abusers are losers. Now back to Animal Radio. It's Animal Radio. Celebrating our connection with our pets. We have all our pets in the studio. Hopefully you have your pets near your radio right now. We're going to be blessing the animals. Well, actually, Dr. James Capers, our reverend from San Diego, actually, will be doing that in just a couple of seconds here. You know, traditionally... he's authorized to do it. Yeah, I'm really not. not. Even though we say. <laughs> I can do it. We can pretend. Uh-huh. <laughs> I can actually officiate over uh, marriages, divorces, long as they happen in the studio. But once you walk out of the studio, you're no longer married. You, you have no power, so you're like the captain of the ship as long as you're in the studio. Yeah, that's yeah. pretty much how it works. Uh, traditionally, well, these delusions the help. blessing of the animals, a Catholic holiday, is held every year around October 4th to commemorate St. Francis. Yay. Of course, Judy Patron Francis Saint over here. Animals. She's yeah, St. Francis. I'm yeah. St. Judy Francis. See? It's become a worldwide festival celebrated by a variety of religions in recognition of our animal friends. And while I sound very serious here, I, I want to take a moment to bless our animals because they bring us so much love during the year. Unconditional Unconditional. Love. You know, you can do almost anything. And, and you can imagine, like me, I, who would want to live with me? But my animals, my cats, my dogs, they love me. I want to thank them for doing so. We have the Reverend Capers back on. Hi, Reverend. How are you doing? Oh, it's so wonderful to be on your radio network today. Hello to each and every one of you there. How's San Diego? Hey, Reverend, how's it going? Oh, San Diego's absolutely wonderful right now. We are having just such beautiful weather. It's just a beautiful day to bestow the honor of the blessing upon each and every one of our loved ones. Every dog, every cat, every bird, every horse, (laughs) every Every bunny, every last one that we love and hold so dearly. Before we do that, there may be some new listeners to Animal Radio. Never heard of Reverend James Capers. Would you believe that? Could you believe that? (laughs) (laughs) Well, I don't actually know because, you see, I broadcast on 1,100 different radio and television networks. Listening audience of 90 million. No, 90 million? Wow. Yes, wow that's... Sir, for the last past 20 years. As a matter of fact, I, last time I was in Japan, people came up to me, started taking my picture, speaking Japanese, and I didn't even know who they were. <laughs> <laughs> but they knew you. They knew. Yes, they did. Of yes, course, did. last year, the uh, Chargers, you were helping the Chargers along for a while there in San Diego, weren't you? Yes, 
we were, and uh, unfortunately, of course, we all know the outcome to that. They didn't win. Oh, was that like a weekend? That, that would just... take a lot of prayer. <laughs> <laughs> well, we have a lot of time for it. There we go. <laughs> Okay, are, are you ready to uh, bless the animals? I think we're all around the uh, the radio now. Hopefully, listeners have your uh, animals, your fish, uh, your fish tanks, your bow your little heads. If you can get your kitty to bow their little heads too, that'd be cool. Oh yes, we're ready to bestow that wonderful blessing. Let us pray, Father God, one who is head of our lives, and He that is the head of heaven. We come before you today as gracious as we know how to ask that you be with us as we pray this day a blessing upon each and every one of our loved ones who are in our household. Now, God, as we're blessing and praying for that blessing upon them, we ask for perfect health and longevity in life. We ask that they be able to give us love as we give them love. And we are so grateful for all that you have done for each one who has a child, who's a child parent to a pet, and those who are pets who love us so much. We ask in your gracious name that this blessing be bestowed upon each and every one. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen and amen. Oh, amen. Oh, Thank amen. you, Dr. James yes. Scapers, for that absolutely inspirational blessing of the animals. Tell us about your animals. Oh, well, I have a son, and his name is Hope Angel. I want to name him the Angel of Hope. <laughs> <laughs> but I said, oh, come on, that's a little bit too long. <laughs> I didn't want to ever always call him the Angel of Hope. Come here. <laughs> so I call him Hope Angel. Oh, that's oh. precious. And for short, I call him Hopey. Come here, Hopi! <laughs> Almost sounds like a hobbit, huh? <laughs> and he is a wonderful Shih Tzu. Uh-huh. And I speak poodle and shih tzu fluently. You do? I didn't realize that there was a... Is it, is it like an accent? Poodle is an accent of well, dogness? Well, you know what? Now, since we're on this, I, you know, they are pet therapists, but they're not clairvoyant pet therapists. Oh. Now, pet therapists oftentimes read the behavior of the animal. I, in fact, read the conscious mind of the animal. Oh. So I'm telepathic. That's one of my gifts. And I'm able to telepathically understand and communicate to hope and to every animal that I've ever had. And at one point, about 20 years ago, I did pet therapy for a long time. And a lot of famous people came to me. But it was, uh, it was a small part of what I've done. And, but I enjoyed it during the time that I've done it. If people want to learn more about you, they can head to the website, which is drjamescapers.net. Is that correct? That is correct. And you can go up to uh, 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 Amazon.com and also get my DVD. Oh, is this new? Oh, cool. my goodness. I've had DVDs for many years. Yes. Jeez, Hal, where you been? I don't know. I feel really bad about this. Now. Oh, don't feel bad. <laughs> <laughs> and I also have a couple of new books out, too. Okay. Yes, I do. But anyway, guys, I love you so so much. You're just one of my most favorite people. Let us not be away from each other too long. And just a word of parting, yes. let the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable unto God's sight. My Lord, 
my redeemer and my strength. Amen. Uh, amen. Oh, Dr. Amen James Caper, Dr. James Capers.net. We'll link to it from animalradio.com. Hopefully it won't be a whole year before we speak to you again. I know that. Well, I miss you greatly and it was wonderful talking. Bye bye now. We have more animal radio on the way. Go go hug and love your animals right now. This is Animal Radio Network.